The Jeep Celebration event is here. Hurry in before time runs out. Well-qualified returning FCA employee Grand Cherokee lessees get a low-mileage lease in the 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo E4x4 for $320 a month for 24 months with $320 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Chrysler Capital. Current lease must end by 331-2021. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled. However you start your day, we've got it. To help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. And Danny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean, but behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences from no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars. The real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! All right, we are off and running another week of Excuse Me. Jerry Strauss here, and I'm not alone. Vicky Guerrero. Hey, Jerry, how's it going? Hey, Vicky, I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm awesome. Another episode for everyone to listen. It's funny because we have, throughout the course of this show, short history so far, but we've covered so much ground every quarter, it seems, of the wrestling world. We've looked, you know, east, west, north, south, high, and oh, quite frankly, now a little bit lower because we're going to be talking <laughs> to one of uh, one of the real nice guys in pro wrestling and one of your old buddies. Um, I think he calls you his wrestling mom. Yes, and he's my son. <laughs> of course I know, it's weird. <laughs> it, it's about to get real weird. Uh, we're talking this week to Dylan Postel. You know him better as the artist formerly known as Hornswoggle. He's got such an amazing life story, such an amazing career story, and he's going to talk all about it as well as his brand new book, Vicky. Yes, Life is Short and So Am I is now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, so let's take a listen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm here, Vicky's here, and more importantly, our guest this week, he is a uh, distinguished author who just <laughs> happens to uh, also be one of the most popular pro wrestling personalities of our generation. I don't think it's overstating things to say that. Uh, the artist formerly and maybe currently known as Hornswoggle is here. Woo! Hey, guys. How are you? I, I'm uh, great. Thanks, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, guys. This is, this is awesome. It's, uh, it's nice to catch up with, I, 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 with my, my wrestling mother. It's, and it's it's funny. I was thinking about it last night as I was thinking about doing this interview. I was like, I don't know how I like, I don't know why you became my mom, but instantly you were my mom. Like, it, I was, know just, why. it, it was just funny to me. Jill, you don't remember the story behind why I call you son and you call me mom? No. Oh, no. Yeah, there is a story behind this. So, Jerry, you're going to love this. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> 
It was, we were working together maybe like, gosh, eight years ago, maybe. And you had a crush on Shawl. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And, and you, and Jerry, he wanted, like, he fell in love with my daughter, Shawl. And he oh. was like, he's like, man, I would just, I mean, I think he wanted to marry her at one point. And yeah. so, so that's when I started calling him son and he was calling me mom. And I have never stopped calling him son ever since. <laughs> And th- th- uh, that's exactly why. And now I, my face is beat red because I can't, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that. But that is exactly why. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So how did, that, how, did, how did that relationship go? I mean, in the beginning, you find out. I mean, I know, I know that you're probably a pretty protective mom, Vicky. Was there some vetting going on there, some hard times? You know what? I'd be okay with Dylan. I, I, love, <laughs> I love him to death. I mean – I know what he is like in the ring and I know him as a person. So it didn't scare me off at all. <laughs> that, that means even more to me. So that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I thought about that too. Like I'm going to have son on my show and my husband's <laughs> like, what? You have a son? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I told him the story. He's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that, that makes me really happy. That's awesome. What's funny is that I feel like everybody in your family now knows that he's in your family, except perhaps Shaw. Does she have any idea that she's married in, in your mind? Not and you guys whatsoever. are married together? This will be, be even better when this comes out and she realizes that we were supposed to be married this whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, also with a time about family, you know, Dylan, your son Landon has grown up with me throughout the years. <laughs> yeah. And he was almost like everyone's, you know, baby because you know what's so great thing about being, you know, as a, fa- a wrestling family is that we get to kind of raise each other's kids, you know, because we see them as babies and they grow up and we see them through the years and all their challenges and their accomplishments. And Landon is just a great young man. I mean, he's the best. And it's so crazy. Um, you're, you're much closer to, to Ray Mysterio than I am, obviously. But even seeing, like, now seeing Dominic on the weekly show, it blows my mind because I remember, obviously, you knew him even longer than I have, way longer. But he would come to shows and he was just this, this, this little kid. (laughs) And now he's this huge human being. Um, And it's just, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I go with like, like Kofi, his kids. Oh my gosh. His his son, Kai and Landon are best friends and they've never met. They just know each other through FaceTime. Oh my gosh. They've never met and they only know each other because of rant. We'll FaceTime with each other once or twice a year and they just, they, they chat. And it's just funny how, how that's just our life. And that's, it's quote unquote normal to us. Even at WrestleMania, they never met? Like when all the families would get together? No, because uh, Kai is, I think, three years young, two years younger than Landon. Okay. So Landon didn't come the last year that Kai, like he, they, they just never ran into each other. It was never, it just never happened. Got it. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, Landon, you and uh, sorry, Jay, I'll let you get in here. I was say something real quick. You know, you share on social media, Dylan, the funny stories between you and Landon, and I love them so much because you guys beat each other up like three or four times a day and still love each other at the end of the day. <laughs> My goal in life with him at times, it seems, is to make his life hell. Uh, <laughs> it really is, and it's it's, but it like I. I scare him 
at least twice a week in different ways. I, I blast him with like, there was a day where I just, I went on Amazon and I ordered confetti cannons out of boredom for the sole f- purpose to blast him when he came <laughs> in the door. And it's, it's, I just love, I love, I love making his life hell. And now he's turned it around on me at times. It's just it's the bond we have. And it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, you know they grow up and get bigger than us, right? And so already he is. He, <laughs> uh, that's another thing. I look, I look like through the photos, and like last year he was the exact height, and then a month later he's he passed me, and just he's not stopping. So oh I'll be do, I'll be done picking on him one of these years. Oh, and your heart's gonna break when he leaves the house because that's the hardest thing is let our kids go. The the, the worst is. He, he's now at that age where he has, a, you know, his friends in the neighborhood and he just rides his bike and I go, Hey bud, do you want to like go do something? Like, whatever. Just hang out. No, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a little while. Awesome. <laughs> and, then he call, and he comes home and I'm like excited because he's coming to me. He goes, oh, I'm just coming home to get a snack quick and pick up this or that. I'm going, I'm oh, awesome. I'll just sit at, my, I'll sit at the house by myself. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> just get the rocking chair out. That's it. Yeah, I need that on, some on the front porch. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. You want to ask something to Dylan? Well, you know, I'm mean, curious because, you know, of course, uh, a big thing we wanted to talk about is your book, which has been years in the making. Yeah. I'm excited because I feel like as someone who really enjoys listening to and reading a lot of wrestling interviews, I feel like there's a lot of people who – you rode the roads with and who you worked with who have a lot of stories that involve you. So I feel <laughs> yeah. like this is like the first major chance for you to kind of hit back and uh, like tell a lot of stories on your own. Was that kind of like a big motivation, just this wealth of stories that you have from just being uh, on the road and living that schedule? Yeah. Yes. And no. Uh, sadly, I, you know, as the, as the final um, draft came out, that's when I remembered like three or four more. And I, I texted I, a Kofi, uh, Kofi Kingston and Kurt Hawkins did the two forwards for the book. Um, they've always been my best friends in wrestling. Yeah. And Good guys. we always called ourselves team dad and, <laughs> and, the, and the two and a half men. Uh, and so we, we always, that was just our thing. And so it's when I got to the first, the final draft, two more or three more stories came up and I go, Oh shoot, I can't, it's too late to add these. So there's always stuff you forget. And, but it's, yeah, it seems like whenever, whoever it is, if I, if I interacted with them for two minutes, they have something to say, but it's, it's, that's, <laughs> and it's because I've always been, and I talk about it in the book, I've always been the first one to make fun of myself and laugh at myself. And I don't, cause I don't care. I don't, if you, the minute you take yourself seriously and you can't laugh at yourself, you're putting yourself on a pedestal and making yourself above everyone else. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah good. That's a good point of view. Um, you know, you know, Dylan, this is so interesting. You say that because everyone loved you backstage ah. and, you know, and I loved you because we did, you know, talking about making, you know, laugh at each other because we did some funny stuff backstage. That a lot of people probably say no to, you know, as far everyone- as all the, there was the time when I, that we was Thanksgiving or Christmas and I hit you with a pie. <laughs> Which time? Very, very I do. So yeah. hard in the face with this pie. <laughs> I literally hit her and I go, oh shit. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad because I hit her so hard, and she's just laughing. And even I think Layla was next to you. She goes, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no!" <laughs> Oh, I felt so bad because I just wailed her, but she was just laughing it off. But it was, it was always, I always, I, I always say like, if they didn't have an out or a punchline, it was either you or me every, but it was great because it, it gave us spots on the show and we both love that, obviously. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I, I, probably because there was so much adrenaline, you don't think yeah. about, you know, how hard you hit me, which my eyes probably black still from like 10 years ago. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, we did some funny stuff like kissing under the mistletoe, um, all the food fights. And then I, my favorite segment of all was when I was getting ready for a match, I think, against AJ Lee. And you and Kali were helping me oh. for the match. And Vince McMahon walked in. I couldn't think it was Vince or Hunter. Yeah, Vince walked in. It was in. Vince. Yep. And I, you know, talking about you're like, oh, yeah, sure, cool. This is fun. But then, you know, I'm in front of Kali and you're in front of me. and. And the whole positioning of the way, of course, you know, Vince is creative and how he wants this yep. to you know, look and just having Vince walk in was actually humiliating to me in yep. all ways. <laughs> it was, uh, I, that's what I, and obviously you, we all know he's, he would never like have you do something he, he wouldn't do. And right. he was always, again, he loved to be the butt of the jokes too. He loved yeah. it because he knew it was entertaining for everyone. Yeah. And I, I think it was just for us to have fun with each other. It made it even more, yeah. it, it made it better than what we it made it real. Rehearsal. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Go uh, ahead, Jen. Well, I have a question really for both of you because, and you know, we got sort of some of this for those who want to check out the archives. Our very first interview that we did, what our first interview episode uh, with Edge when he joined the show. And we got a lot out of that conversation too. It sounds like you guys are kind of cut from the same cloth of being down for anything, willing to kind yeah. of push it further and put yourself, you know, make yourself the butt of the joke for the point of, of comedy. Did that give you some kind of like a sense of freedom working with each other versus maybe people who weren't really necessarily in that spirit or weren't as forward thinking in trying to push the envelope, so to speak? You have to be. You have to be because, again, you're, you're, you're getting this opportunity to be on worldwide television. I, I know I, I was a, a lifelong wrestling fan since I was four years old. All I wanted to do was work for WWE and be a professional wrestler. And to get, be lucky enough to be given that opportunity to do that every week to, for me to go like scoff at something and say, no, I'm not, I'm not feeling that would be stupid. It would be absolutely stupid. Because, again, I hate to say it, the stuff isn't real. I'm not, I don't really live under a ring. Like, May Young gave birth to me as the New Year's baby. I can't, I can't scoff at too much. I somehow painted, a spray painted a hole in a wall and ran through it, yet Carlito could. Like, it's just stuff like that that's so silly that you sit back and go, who cares? And if you don't have that reaction... Again, you take yourself way too seriously. Yeah, and I think it's for the, the soul of entertainment. You know, if people went home laughing about that segment we did, we did our job. I mean, that's, that's, that's yep, what it's yep. all about. And even, even Teddy Long told me, he's like, I think there's very few people that were willing to do these kind of things. Like I did the hog pin match and all kinds of mud matches and all kinds of just horrible things. But at the 
today, you know, 10, 12 years later, you go on YouTube and I'm, I'm cracking up because it was really funny, you know, and that's what it was all about is just be able to laugh at yourself first and then everyone else just joins in and goes, man, this is funny shit, you know? That's, that's just it. It's the moment you can laugh at yourself, other people are going to laugh as well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't laugh at yourself, they're going to know it's kind of a put on and then, you know, you don't, you don't really feel it. And then that's it. The Jeep celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. Right now, financing at $4,250 total cash allowance on the purchase of select 2020 Jeep Compass Limited models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Compass Limited models as of 3-3-2020 while dealer stock lasts. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. It kind of ruins everything. Right. So, Dylan, your book is um, able to be found on Barnes & Noble and at Barnes Amazon. Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Uh, the audiobook was just released on Audible, which is awesome. I, uh, I recorded it myself, which, oh, man, nothing makes you feel dumber at times than reading your own book and stumbling <laughs> over words. <laughs> man, I, I am, I, it was awful. At times, I was just so stressed. And, but I'm, I'm glad in the end, I'm glad I read it uh, myself. I chose to do the four words last because I read up. So a little backstory on the four words by Kofi and, and, and Hawkins. I didn't want to see them until the book was produced. And I texted them two guys this and they go, are you sure? And I go, yes. And they go, well, why? I said, because you're my two best friends. I, I don't want, I wouldn't want to ever think about editing it. And I want to be surprised like everyone else. And I told the publishing company, I told the writers, everyone. And they're like, well, you have to approve them. And I said, okay, I'm telling you now they're approved. And they sent me like a draft with them in it. And I was so mad because I, was, I had to skip through it quick and not look. And it's just, I had to read. And then I got it. The first day I got a, a hard copy, I went and off to the side and I read the forwards and my eyes were welled up and my smile was ear to ear, but it's my, cause it's my, my buddies just, it's, they're roasting They're you know, they're taking it as a roast, but yet they're talking so greatly of me. Aww. It really meant a lot. And so I, I chose in the audiobook version, I chose to do those last because I knew it would be tough to get through them and man, it, it was. So it's, wow. uh, it's, I'm very glad I, I couldn't, I couldn't thank them to enough and they're just, two of the kindest uh, human beings I could ever know. They're good guys. They're just, they're just good humans. And that's, it's, I say to everyone, like, like my lately, it's been kind of my thing, just be a good human being. Like, and them two have always been good human beings. And it's not hard to be, a, it's, it's a lot harder to be an asshole. Yeah. Than <laughs> a human being. So it's just be a good human. And, and them two are very good humans. That's for sure. Wow. Go ahead, Jerry. You want to say anything before I really interrupt you? Well, <laughs> well 
let me start first, and then you can then you can read later. <laughs> I gotta okay. start first. Um, well, Dylan, you're on. You're doing a kind of a book tour. You're doing signings. I know. Yeah. Have you started those yet? Yeah, I did. Uh, done two of them now. Um, I'm hoping to do some in the beginning of 2020 because the rest of the year is crazy busy for me. Uh, but it's. I think we're gonna do some more. You know, at the, at the start of 2020, and it's just it's. I've just been trying to plug it away on my social media as much as I can and, and word of mouth and various interviews. So it's, it's going well. It's, it's a lot of good response. Um, Dolph Ziegler, he, he uh, said something very good. Very, very nice. He said, I don't read, this is the first wrestling book I've ever read. And I'm glad really? I did. He goes, I've never read a wrestling book. Yet. I'm glad I did because it's not a wrestling book. It was actually really fun to read. He goes, it made you, it made you come off as a really good person in some way. So, <laughs> <laughs> from him, that means a lot. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's it, the reviews have been awesome. I'm very very happy with it. So, uh, Jerry, did you have anything you wanted to say? No, go for it. Oh, so in your book, Dylan, what what's something that was more important to to describe to the fans? Was it your road life or your personal life and which one, you know, how did you, that's really hard for me, you know, um, yeah. I mean, is the personal life mm -hmm. is so heavy on us, you know, because we have kids and we we're not with them so much. So what, what was the important things that you wanted to resonate in your book to the fans? So a weird thing is, um, just before total divas started, uh, and, or, and then I tried it again right after total divas started. I went to um, some office people at WWE and I said, Hey, I think there's a reality show about me that, that like that could happen. And they go, what, what do you mean? I said, cause the midget reality series was awesome. The, the, the I forgot what it was even called. Uh, the, about the family of little people. And oh, they had the, the, the little people. people. Yeah. I can't, I can't, but there was so many of them. Um, so I, I said, we have that because there would be that audience, the single dad audience and the wrestling audience. And of course it gets passed around and passed around and nothing comes of it. So I was like, that's kind of where I wanted to go with the book is I wanted all the different audiences. The wrestling audience is obviously going to be there because that's my biggest following, but yet I don't want to just be the wrestling guy. I don't want to be that. Um, so I, I, the main objective was to hit, every every part equally to me and uh the one of the one of the biggest things after people read it is like people are like man i really want to hang out with your dad because you're the coolest <laughs> person ever and he like and i text so i have to i always text him i go just so you know i did another interview and they want to hang out with you and it's it's, it's just stuff <laughs> like that and it's just it's uh, it's just a funny thing because it's so easy for me to talk so nicely about him because he's the greatest. He's, he's, he's my hero. He's my Like he's what I, 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 I follow my life after when it comes to just life in general at times. And especially being a dad, he's the one I go after. And I love so, your dad. Yeah. He's the best. And he, yeah. it's just, it's, it's so much. I, I really wanted to make it equal parts wrestling, equal parts, real Dylan and I think we captured that which I'm very happy with and it's the first it's the first wrestling I keep joking about it it's the first wrestling book that's not this bitter 
1960s or 70s wrestler just burying everything because he wasn't world champion. I hate those books. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to it, like. It's it's so easy to do, obviously. But I yeah. didn't. I have nothing to be bitter about. I have nothing to be. They gave me two weeks under ten years of living my dream. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I still remember when we put you in the top of the baggage compartment at the in the airplane on the overseas trip. <laughs> that I, I, <laughs> I was riding on the buses. And this was, I was 20 years old, traveling the world, not, no, I've never, I've never been on an airplane, much less going to Europe and the Philippines. I would go on the bus and just go in the overhead and wait on there and just hop down on people just to scare them. And it's just, <laughs> I don't take myself seriously. I don't care. But you know what, Dylan, you're probably the only one on those 13 hour flights that had the best sleep because you could stretch out. Oh, it was it was the greatest. I remember there was a packed, <laughs> there was a packed overseas flight, and it was a there was three three uh, chairs. It was like a twelve hour flight. There's three seats on each in each row, and it was me, an open seat, and Brian Kendrick. And <laughs> I go, hey man, you can take this whole thing. I'm gonna sleep on the floor. He goes, what do you mean? I said, just don't step on me, please. I'm gonna sleep literally on the floor between the seat and the next seat in front of us. And it was, I slept the whole flight and it was the best. It was because everyone's like scrunched in these seats and I'm just, uh, it's, like a, it's like queen size bed for me. <laughs> those <laughs> seats are horrible on those long flights. <laughs> and, all that, and then Kofi, like if we, if there was a time where Kofi Hawkins and I would be, you know, shacking up in a room, we'd, and there was say they only had one bedrooms available. One of us would he one of them would sleep on the floor, the other would get the bed, and I would take comforters and put them in the bathtub, and I'd make a bathtub bed. There's a picture out there, and I where Hawkins literally, I laid down, and he found another blanket, and he came in and he tucked me in, and there's a picture of me in the bathtub after being because I was just comfortable. It was the best. Oh my gosh. So Dylan, you know, talking about family, how did you balance um, raising Landon and being on the road? I mean, you know, cause I mean, I had nannies, you know, to help me out, which not all of them worked out very well, <laughs> but I had a few good ones. How, how was that for you? And then, you know, also, you know, it's emotional too, because, you know, we missed so many important events, you know, with the kids in school. I, yeah, he was, you know, he was so young. He, I, it was, he was born in 2009. Ten, holy cow! Um, <laughs> you old. I, I keep forgetting that because about a month ago, his mom called me and asked, "What are we gonna do for his birthday?" And I, I said, "It doesn't matter. He's gonna be nine. It's not a big one." She goes, "He's going to be 10. And I go, "Oh no!" I the forgot. double digits. I, I forgot my son's age. First off, <laughs> I forget my age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he, uh, it just, it's he was young enough where. You know, he, he doesn't remember me being on the road as much as some probably, mm -hmm. but also he, you know, I did miss the first steps and the first kind of main, you know, words and that, but thank God for FaceTime, you know, and, and that kind of thing where I could literally see him and talk to him every day and that kind of thing. Um, and again, it goes back to my dad and my mom. They, they were, have always been awesome. At, at watching him and, and taking care of him. <clears throat> it's just, it's, he, he's never been resentful. And I have, I'm so thankful for that. 
And he's never been resentful of, oh, you're leaving me. He's never been like the, you're leaving me again. Yeah, that's he's good. Out when I go on the road still, you know, on the weekends when I go on the road, but it's, it's never a, a guilt trip. It's just a, man, it sucks you're leaving. I can't wait till you get back home. Aww. Which is awesome. That's, it's Aww. never, it's, he's never used it. He's never tried to use it against me, which is, and I think, cause he knows if the minute he really, really would feel that way. I would, man, this is, wrestling isn't real life. Being a dad is real life. Like that's, yeah. that's going to be here the rest of my life. So I, if it's, if it comes to that, I think it's time to find a different career if it's, if it's getting that bad. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry, do you have anything before we do the funny question? Yeah. Well, I mean, looking to the future a little bit now, I mean, clearly you've got a really strong idea of what you wanted this book to be. And you wanted yeah. it to appeal to wrestling fans and, uh, single dads and you know the little people community as you said but is that an eye toward the future too I mean are you thinking that if there's success here and you've enjoyed the process are you thinking about writing more books and different kinds of books in the future so man so uh, Cody Rhodes and Colt Cabana and the Young Bucks have all done the, the, the children's books mm-hmm. and after this one came out I was like man this would be really cool to do one of those like next year, maybe. And so I got to thinking about possibly doing that. That's, that's a maybe. I, believe it or not, I know this might be shocking. I didn't write the book. I just told the stories. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, man, it's just, it's not, it was tough. Like the, the, whole, the whole process was, was, was tough at times. Um, but not, not uh, me, the, the work wasn't on me. It was on the two writers that we had. And it was, they did all the work. I just told stories. Um, I, I don't know if I would do another one because I, I feel like I got enough out of it, um, at least for a while. But yeah. maybe maybe a kid's book. That'd be fun for me. Um, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be, it, would just, it would just be a little, a little something different to do. It was the, the process of actually like placing everything together and you know, going back and forth with the writers. That was, that was enjoyable. It just... Man, the work that they did, so much. So I don't know. I don't know what uh, this next year is going to be. I don't know. It's it's all. I'm I'm very fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Got it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good attitude, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, Jerry, do you have anything else? No, I want to hear what the funny question is. Oh, this is good. This is a good one. Okay, so Dylan, we always have a funny question for our guests to kind yeah. of. I let the fans get a little bit of inside of you or a, a story on the road. When checking into a hotel room, have you ever opened your door and somebody was in the room? Um, I want to say no, but I don't know if it happened with, with Regal or not, whether he, it was, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But I know he's told a story where there was someone, and I know other people have came into my room, which, man, that has to be a shock. First off. Oh, no. Okay, tell sorry. us that one. Tell us that story. <laughs> I'm just relaxing in, in bed, and you're not expecting anyone in that room, much less a melted vanilla Sunday body midget. You know? Like, <laughs> it's, that's, that's, it has to be life-altering. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's – I've never walked in, but I've had, that's just the same, even just, you know, the, the, 
the 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 housekeepers walking yeah. in and and seeing me it's that has to be an odd sight not expected that's for sure <laughs> you know those door hangers that say do not disturb don't ever work in those hotels never that i think they invite <laughs> people in more actually yeah oh they they don't want us in let's go <laughs> <laughs> as much noise outside the room as possible <laughs> well dylan we thank you for coming on our show um and we our, our main objective was to push the book sales guys wow. our listeners please um you know go get the book from dylan it's called life is short and so am i it's at um, barnes and noble and amazon and the audiobook has just been released um guys get your books for your special fan you know wrestling fans your friends and family dylan um is there anything else you want to talk about that you I, know I I think we've hit it all and it's uh it's so awesome to be able to do this and thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dylan. I, I love you so much, son, and have a great holiday and I wish you nothing but success. Thank you guys. Have a good holiday. All right, bye. And what a great guy, Dylan Postel, the man <laughs> formerly known as Horde Swaggle. So cool. He he's such a great guy, so honest and humble. And um, I, I, can't wait to, I can't wait to read his book. It sounds so interesting from, you know, he just has this different lifestyle of raising his son and, uh, you know, being a small person. I think that just adds another element to this book. And I encourage everybody to go to Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and order your, your copy today. And Vicki, so many people out there have been buzzing on our social media, have been dropping emails to us, asking us about, uh, one of those long-standing questions in life, uh, what about the Excuse Me contest? Because we've been talking about this for some time. The Vicky Guerrero prize pack hangs in the balance. We've been teasing it, and we finally have an announcement. Yes, finally. I mean, Jerry, it's been a while. So we're finally going to put a close to this contest on December 26th, on Thursday, the day after Christmas. We are announcing our, our prize winner. This is for the fan who submits their email submission at excuse me, Vicky at outlook.com. Um, these are the fans that gave us their feedback, their suggestions, their comments, their likes, their dislikes, and we're listening to all of them. And now it's time to reward that special winner. And we will announce that on December 26th. Perfect holiday gift uh, in the shadow of the holiday season. Um, but you still have time. So drop us an email at excuse me, Vicky at, uh, outlook.com and, you know, send us your, uh, screen pics of you, uh, downloading, listening, sharing our show, drop your comments, your questions. Everyone's going to be included in this contest. Um, and some lucky person is going to get a whole bunch of stuff that is on brand for Vicky Guerrero. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, Jerry, there's excuse me, there's excuse me shirt, there's two 8x10s, there's Eddie and Vicky Brawlers, there's an, the new Vicky Guerrero uh, pop, which is just amazing. It's a, the vinyl figure that looks exactly like me. I'm pretty impressed. And there's also the excuse me lapel pin and the excuse me, I'm sleeping mask and uh, just great prizes that, that are going to be for free for this special winner unbelievable and, and hey to the winner out there uh we may have to try to uh, encourage you to uh film a, an unboxing video and send that to us we'd love to share that on social media because that's a lot oh, of that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> good so, idea hey, jerry 
Lay, always thinking. We gotta, we gotta think because we've got big things in store as we look towards the new year already. Can you believe it's almost 2020? We want you to continue to grow the show with us, please. We need all of your support, all of your help. We love for you to share the show, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family. Um, and make sure that you check out each and every one of our episodes, past, present, and future. Yeah, and Jerry, I have one last thing to say. Oh, Lord. Excuse me! No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled. However you start your day, we've got it. To help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. You always dreamed about owning your first house, or driving that special car, or opening that business. Unfortunately, you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.